I'm Caitlin. And I'm Jillian. And we are the hosts of the OK Drama Podcast. We're two friends recap and break down K-dramas one episode at a time. Woo! It's the finale! We did we are it. done with it. <laughs> we finished the um, multiple feature-length films of Goblin. Yes. Um, well, well, we'll talk about our final feelings, I guess, more at the end and in our awards episode. Yes. But, um, how are you feeling now that we finished it? <laughs> um, the ending was unexpected. Mm-hmm. It, well, not the ending, but the before ending mm-hmm. was unexpected. Um, and it was actually really sad. Right. Sadder than I expected it would be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was like half happy ending, but meh, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was kind of a similar Hotel de Luna to Hotel de Luna. Yeah, I feel like Hotel de Luna was more like fantasy in the end. Uh-huh. Not working out versus just like real life being shitty. Yes, for sure. Um... Yeah, well, I I feel like a sense of relief that we finished it, because <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, it's so popular, and I was, I kept being nervous, like, oh god, Jill's not liking it as much as I said she would, and, but, um, no, it was good. I'm just, I think, very particular with a drama and what holds my attention, mm-hmm. and I did enjoy it, and I, like most of the characters quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just really long. Like The episodes were absurdly long. Yeah. Yeah, for someone who doesn't have a lot of time on her hands, it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's take care of some housekeeping, and then we can jump into episode 15. All right. Yay. All right. So if you want to talk to us on the internet, you can find us on Twitter at OKDramaPod and Instagram at OK Drama Podcast, same on Facebook. Did you want to talk about our sweet um, Instagram message that we received? Um, someone messaged us saying or asking if we wanted to know um, the reason why those dirty kids lick metal like lollipops on Descendants of the Sun, which was a series one throwback from our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, yes, please. And she said, because, um, well, I guess you can read her exact post for me, because I don't honestly remember how she worded things. She said, lead paint is sweet, which is why lead poisoning was such an issue with kids. Toys would have lead paint, and then kids would suck on them. So that's why they're literally sucking on it like a lollipop. Who knew? disgusting yeah she says i'm not sure if lead itself is sweet but i would imagine that a lot of stuff still has lead paint in third world countries um blah 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 blah. and you guys were just talking about other dramas that we watched and Mm -hmm. i thought this was funny that she said i found gukdu super cute and strong girl bong soon i found you guys a bit harsh with him (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, we didn't hate Gukdu. We hated Gukdu with Bongsoon. Yeah. I think that was, that's what it was. And the obsession she had with Gukdu, that whole series was, like, frustrating. I don't even remember what I said about Gukdu. I mean, it's also one of those things where you're like, how can you compare him to Min Min? I mean, like, if you have two options in front of you... And one of them clearly likes you. Right. And is, like, hot and rich. I mean, pretty (laughs) simple uh, decision for me, anyway. But it was funny because I can't remember if I saw this on Twitter or maybe it was, like, YouTube. You know how, like, content creators can just, like, Mm -hmm. post whatever um, posts on YouTube now. And... Mm -hmm. There was this guy who was saying that um, another character in another drama added was added to his gookdoo list of what the fuck characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's not like we're not the only ones who are like, what's yeah. happening? Like you're being again. Annoying. We didn't hate him. 
No. You were just kind of like, uh. I just don't like how he was mean to Bong Soon. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah. And like, then I think, if I remember correctly, when he finally realized he liked her, mm-hmm. then suddenly it was just like, okay, well, she needs to like me now. Sort of thing. You know, when you've been such a jerk to her this whole time, it's like, I don't know. Well, and then he was like, I guess I've liked her all along. And then Yeah, and, that's but, why I was being mean. Okay. No. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, anyway, yeah, so if you want to have fun conversations with us on the internet, reach out to us on the social medias or email mm-hmm. us at at gmail.com. Please inform us if we're, like, not, if we're just saying random stuff and we're like, I don't know why these <laughs> kids are, <laughs> are being gross. Yeah, um, even if it's um many episodes ago, we will likely remember mm-hmm. if we... We're totally confused or disgusted by something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that led me to re-listen to some of our Descendants of the Sun podcasts um, while I was at work. And I texted Jill and I was like, wow, we really enjoyed that drama. It was really fun to like listen to how excited we were about it. Um, yeah, it was just like super action-packed. Yeah, and the romance storylines. The romance between like the two like the, I guess the mm-hmm. four main characters mm-hmm. was so good also. Uh so yeah. Anyway, uh what else? Uh you can become a patron. Uh this is coming this episode that we're recording now is coming out in a few weeks, but yesterday was Halloween. And so Mm -hmm. we had our spooky Halloween episode on Patreon, which covered the host. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you want to check that out, you can become a patron. Uh, Starting at $3 a month for bonus content. And then as you work your way up the tiers, you get more cool stuff like patches and pins. Um, Not pins, stickers. (laughs) If you want (laughs) the pins and the stickers and the patches, you can also go to our Etsy, uh, which is shop. No. Etsy.com. Etsy.com. <laughs> slash shop. Slash okay drama. Or just click the link on our website or in the show notes. Um, we have a lot of plugs. Yeah. You know, a we're lot of trying plugging to do during housekeeping. We're trying to hustle, guys. <laughs> uh, I guess that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. On to Goblin. So excited. And you can start it. Yes, because we decided that I start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so episode 15, Untak is wandering around Quebec, uh, she runs into the Canadian ghost and meets the woman who made her destiny necklace that Kim Shin gave her 10 years ago, and, like, at this point she doesn't remember who gave it to her, how she got it, etc. And so the street vendor clearly remembers Kim Shin, and she kind of gave me, like, spooky witch vibes. <laughs> I don't know why, but she was like... Do you are you living happily with a man who gave you this <laughs> necklace? And it's just like, how do you remember? Yeah. I guess if he like asked her to custom make something, like that must be memorable, but it's like Yeah. I don't know. She just kind of seemed like a fortune teller or something. Yeah, it was also kind of like her whole demeanor and her outfit. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she was a little witch. Maybe. Uh so Kim Shin wants to visit Untak, but he and he's being restless at home, so he starts traveling all over the place and he starts to annoy Reaper, just like the good old days. <laughs> um and he like even brings a sarcophagus into the house and Reaper's like, chill the fuck out, like stop it. And so <laughs> then Kim Shin's just like, you know what, I'm just gonna go to Canada and just like see what's up. But he walks through the red door. And he, like, immediately runs into Untak, which is kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she leads the way, and she buys him coffee and a sandwich. And I feel like it was maybe Canadian Subway. Cause I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I was, I had never noticed this before, but I was looking at the wrapper, and I feel like I saw, like, the green the S. S. But maybe they just had, like, leftover wrapping. I don't know, like... <laughs> I don't know. I was like, is that, is that a Canadian Subway sandwich? Anyway. Um, so 
they're talking and like throughout their conversation he kind of starts to reveal that he knows things about her which kind of freaks her out like he knows that she loves meat and like all this other stuff um <laughs> you love meat he's like you because <laughs> she's like i don't like beef that much and he's like no you do <laughs> uh- <laughs> you love meat um so they kind of just like start walking around quebec and he kind of like sheep dogs her into like areas mm-hmm. they should go um and he mentions how he came there with his first love, and Untak starts to get jealous, not realizing that she is his first love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't shake the feeling that Kim Shin knows who she is, so she decides to confront him and asks if they've met before, maybe ten years ago? Mm-hmm. She starts to word vomit her explanation, but he doesn't answer and instead asks if she likes him. She eventually says yes and goes on about how she's been unlucky in love. Then after an awkward, simultaneous offer, they go to dinner at the same restaurant Kim Shin took Untak to 10 years ago. Kim Shin can't hide his excitement when he realizes that he is in fact the CEO Untak was talking about when he saw her future. Duh. Yeah, he's like, ah, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, back in Korea, Sunny watches the security fo- camera footage of Reaper dropping off Untuk's letter. She meets up with Dokwa so she can get the Reaper's contact info. Dokwa doesn't recognize her and is shocked when he realizes she wants Reaper's number, not his. Then we get a quick scene of Reaper being shook when Sunny calls him because he still has her number in his phone. Yeah. And she still has the same number. Yeah. It's so exciting. It's like... Oh my god, because I, I don't know. It's also weird that, like, Reaper has the same phone from ten years ago. <laughs> or maybe he just imported his contacts to a new phone. <laughs> but I feel like a Reaper doesn't make very many calls. No, he, like, literally so, only got the phone for Untak and Sunny, so. Yeah, so he probably just, like, has had it these ten years, but doesn't really use it. Yeah. So it's not, like, a normal, normal wear and tear phone that after... <laughs> A couple of years, like, this phone fucking sucks. He's not. This one has cracks and is slow and it doesn't charge anymore. <laughs> He's not uh, putting, like, a few gigabytes of pictures and stuff exactly. on it. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt, like, so excited for Reaper to see, like, Sunny calling him. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> um, we cut back to Canada. And Untak's memory starts to come back, finally. Mm-hmm. She's flipping through a brochure, and she sees a picture of the Hilltop Cemetery, which is that weird, like, park with, like, four headstones. Mm-hmm. Um, she immediately heads to the gravesite, and she sees a picture of Kim Shin on one of the tombstones. Then she sees him there in person and starts to freak out and asks if he's a ghost. She feels like she's been there before with him, but can't remember anything. And Kim Shin doesn't answer her questions and just walks away. Yeah. Well, okay, I kind of wrote that weird. Because she asks him, like, point blank, are you Kim Shin? And he uh-huh. says a no. Uh-huh. Which I don't understand why. Like, he kind of explains it later on. But that's just, like, a flat-out lie. Like, yeah. you are Kim Shin. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, like, <laughs> flat-out lie, like... I recently rewatched that one Bob's Burgers episode, The Murder Mystery. And at the end, Linda's like, you're all wrong. It was me. And that guy's like, you said it wasn't you from the beginning. And she's like, it's a twist. He's like, that's not a twist. That's a lie. <laughs> you just straight up lied to us. <laughs> Confusing us. So funny. And now here we have Untak on Confused. She doesn't know what's going on. She uh-huh. doesn't know who he is or where her memory was for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. What a life. Yeah, he should have just been like, my name is Kim Shin. Do you remember anything else about me? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you can keep leading her to, uh-huh. I don't know. Anyway, uh, my favorite couple. Reaper and Sunny, they meet up at a cafe, and Sunny notices how he isn't surprised when she sits down in front of him, and he tries to cover it up by saying she reminds him of a woman he knew, and Reaper just looks, like, so sad this whole time. 
Uh-huh. But, like, kind of happy to see her. It's just so all the feelings. So much yeah. all the feelings. Uh, she asks for his name, and he says Wang Yo, which is, like, his name from his past life. And they have a very short and sweet meeting. And, like I said, Reaper just looks, like, kind of devastated the whole time. Uh, but then we see that Sunny still has her memory. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, there's a quick flashback to a weird scene where Sunny has a conversation with God in the form of the little neighborhood boy, <laughs> where she basically tells God to stay out of her life, so he obliges. And then we see how Sunny has been looking after Untak after she moved into the same building as her, and how Sunny recognized Kimshin. Um, then we get a like very heartbreaking scene of Sunny's perspective when she and Reaper saw each other on the street recently. And they both pretend like they don't know each other, even though Reaper just, like, stands in the middle of the street and just cries. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunny just walks away coolly, but when she walks down the stairs, she starts to sob. Like, ah, uh, this is another thing. I'm like, why can't you guys just be together and be happy? <laughs> yeah. Why, why you have to punish yourself like this? Everything's so complicated. Mm-hmm. Can you have a relationship with a Reaper? Yeah, I, I, that's the hard part. That is the tricky part. Like, what happens if you bone a reaper? I'm going there. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Because, <laughs> like, we know if he touches her, like, she remembers her memories or whatever. Uh-huh. But, like, can bad things happen if they get closer? Because mm-hmm. he's a reaper and he's, like, very close to death? I don't know. I don't know, because he says, like, he makes it very clear that he is not the one who kills people. Yes. He just, like, takes them to takes the afterlife. Them. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, back at home. <laughs> Sunny <laughs> writes a post dedicated to Reaper on Untak's radio program site. And we see a little montage of their moments together. And it's just, like, such a beautiful little letter. Basically saying how, um, you know, their fates weren't great in this lifetime. Like, there was a lot of pain. Or the last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but she hopes that they can meet again in a future life where, what does she say? The waiting is short and the meeting Mm -hmm. is long. And, uh, it's just, you know, again, they both love each other so much, but there's just so much baggage. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, like you said, there's some questionable, um, I guess, physical aspects of him being a reaper that probably wouldn't really work out, but, uh, so sad. Very complicated. Mm-hmm. Well, how did you feel Very complicated when relationship <laughs> when like Reaper and Sunny met again at the end? No, at like in the cafe because I feel like oh. that was a very big like. Oh my god, they saw each- they saw each other even though like Sunny made it very clear like I'm not gonna see you yeah. again. Yeah, I thought it was interesting how she said like when he named himself. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, that sounds like a name for a king. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. But then it's revealed, like, oh, she knew all along. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in that moment, that was really cool. Yeah, and she plays it so cool when she's like, don't cry, your face will freeze. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Sunny's so cool. Cooler than I'll ever be. (laughs) She's very good at hiding her emotions. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, Kimshin sits alone, and he's feeling maybe sorry for himself. And he wonders if Untak is better off without him. I think it's obvious she's not. Right. Considering she's like on antidepressants and she's crying all the time and she doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, she's a complete mess. Um he thinks that maybe he wasn't worth remembering if her memories aren't coming back. Oh my god. Maybe if he would have said you're yeah, I am Kimshin, that would have helped. Yeah, because she was like Again, that doesn't make she any was like sense starting to, to put pieces together. Yeah. And then he's like, Nope. <laughs> That ain't me. <laughs> uh, um, fucking weird. Uh-huh. Untak sits by a fountain with a maple leaf, and suddenly her memories start to come back, mm-hmm. and she starts to cry. She runs through the street like a little Looney Tune, <laughs> and she finds a candle in front of a shop, and she blows it out to summon Kimshin. She starts to wail, I miss you, come back, I need you, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. 
And then Kim Shin pulls her in and gives her a big kiss. And this is like an actual kiss. It's not mm-hmm. like their awkward kisses from the past. It's not just two lips touching each other. <laughs> yes, where they're just like frozen. <laughs> There's actual like lip movement. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so buddy. Um, back at the hotel, Untuk can't believe the whole situation and wonders if the reason Kimshin was able to come back was because of a contract she wrote with him. Mm-hmm. And so now they're like chilling in the hotel and they're like in love again and mm-hmm. everything is beautiful. Um, they talk about how Untak was miserable every night it rained, but she didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And she was confused while her memory was gone. And then they have just like a nice night together talking and reminiscing. And then the next day, Untak and Kimshin are disappointed that she has to fly back to Korea because she's a normal human and people need to see her coming and going places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Kim Shin then picks her up at the airport in Korea and immediately brings her back to the hotel in Canada and they start making out. Mm-hmm. What happens when you bone a goblin? I don't know. <laughs> That's another question that I guess Utah yeah. probably knows the answer to now. But <laughs> Yeah. I feel like maybe less bad things. Than with a reaper. Probably. I don't know, though. <laughs> Have to ask and talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, or the writers. Yeah, sure. Um, reaper has a nice and heartbreaking scene with an elderly couple in his tea room, and it's the couple's first reunion after being separated by the GMZ, which is really sad, because she's like, you told me you were going to come back. Yeah. Ugh. So sad. Uh, but, you know, they were reunited in the end, so I guess that's okay. <laughs> um, Reaper gets home and is very surprised to see Untak. They start catching up, and Reaper realizes he's come back into her life again at 29, which is a very vulnerable age. Mm-hmm. Big... We cut back to that scene where he's, like, telling her 9, 19, 29. Mm-hmm. Closest to, like, the perfect number or whatever. Yeah. Um, then we get some cute scenes of Untak summoning Kimshin a bunch, and then being romantic. Blah blah blah, they're super cute. Uh, one night, Untak wakes up crying and summons Kimshin. She starts to count the seconds until he appears, and when he finally does, she hugs him and confesses she still worries that it's all still a dream. And she's Me like, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, is this real life? Is he a ghost living in the world? Is he like flesh it's just very confusing right now what's yeah. actually happening yeah i guess he's still because he still has his little goblin powers but i guess he doesn't have the sword anymore so we can't go yeah. around i was just wielding that sword yeah, around <laughs> waving my hand like i had a sword <laughs> yeah. um but yeah it is very weird and she's like you have to come to me within three seconds <laughs> <laughs> I must uh-huh uh, Kim Shin leaves Untak's place in the morning, and he runs into Sunny. He sees her future, and she's laughing with the Reaper at a cafe. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, in the end, y'all are still together. All right. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You're happy. Um, yep. Then we get, like, filler scenes of Untak's aunt, and like, ugh, don't mm-hmm. care about you, lady. Untak is talking to her class president friend, who keeps trying to set her up. So we just get, like, random scenes, like the aunt, the friend, work, blah, blah, blah. Stuff we, like, don't really care about. Yeah, it's just kind of, like, tying up loose ends. Like, what are these people doing? Yes, exactly. And, like, the the president, class president friend is, like, a lawyer or something now. Mm -hmm. Um, Untuk finally meets up with Sunny again, and Sunny reveals that she's been a little MIA since she's selling the chicken shop and her building and is moving. Big moves for Sunny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Like, everything is weird in that little town that you're in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All these, like, weird things that you know that you shouldn't know. And it's just, like, confusing, you know? Like, yeah. And I know this guy's a reaper and I'm in love with him and I can't see him. Yeah. She's like, I made my monies. There's mm-hmm. only emotional baggage here for me. So. Yeah. Yes, peace out. out. 
Um, they catch up for a bit, and Sunny tells Untak to take care of herself, which makes Untak wonder if Sunny is saying goodbye. Yes, she is. Yeah, just like how Kimshin was like, I'm going to be going really far away. Yeah. <laughs> After you pull off the sword. <laughs> it's okay, I'll just be gone. Okay, bye. <laughs> Untuck realizes that she can see ghosts again as she remembers that the Cana- about the Canadian ghost she saw. Um, Kimshin and Untuck meet up and they go for a walk and then Kimshin admits that Untuck is his first love and then they're just really romantic and cute, the usual. Mm-hmm. And then he proposes to Untuck in a very sweet way. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Everyone's happy. Yeah. For the most part. <laughs> Except for Reaper. <laughs> yeah. I okay uh yeah so I kind of feel like 15 was just like not totally filler but it was like Mm -hmm. look how the gang's back together yeah kind of and then like you said tying things up Mm -hmm. yeah this was like the end of the episode or the end of the series for like a descendants or something or like a romance where you're mm-hmm. just like seeing everyone again and you're like oh they're all happy everything's great mm-hmm. they're gonna get married and it's gonna be beautiful but then we see in episode 16 <laughs> no that didn't happen <laughs> it's it's very um unexpected yes and a bummer yeah it's very much what the fuck yeah <laughs> all right i guess let's get into it all right uh, so, uh. Untak agrees to marry Kim Shin, yay! Uh, like, she would say no. Um, <laughs> she's like, mm, I need some time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, she's like, uh, Unchan, who's like, um, in five years from now, I'll marry you. <laughs> okay. Uh, she goes home and talks to her dead mom about getting married, and then Untak sees her old pal ghost in the gray dress sitting there getting emotional because she's like oh like good for her i mm-hmm. guess she's also kind of been keeping tabs on untak um untak turns around and everyone's like really shocked that she can see ghosts again and they all hug and they're like yay our friend is back <laughs> um then we get another like reaper tea room scene and he's like super savage to an asshole in his tea room who's like throwing a fit for drinking the same tea as his chauffeur and I'm like, really, guy? Like, the, it's so stupid. That's what you're upset yeah. about right now? <laughs> and then Reaper's like, you'll have nothing as soon as you walk through those doors, and all you'll have is the sins you did with those shitty hands, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Reaper's, like, really mad at him. Reaper- yeah, he's, he's, he's not having a good day right now, good time, mm-hmm. and he's... Not afraid to show it with asshole people right now. Yeah, he does not need to have good customer service. He just no. needs to get those people out of his tea room. Mm-hmm. He only needs to deal with them once. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Kim Shin sees Untuk's high school friend at the broadcasting station, and he sees her future where she tries to set Untuk up on a date, and he gets all pissed off about that. Mm-hmm. So he pulls a mean prank and cuts the straps of her purse, which causes everything to fall out, and then she's all upset. He's like, oh, I shouldn't be standing here. Yeah. And then he just runs away. <laughs> so mean. Like some, that some high school expensive. Kid. <laughs> I guess she's a lawyer, so she can... And then she also, away. like, stepped on something and broke it in the process. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's just a mess. <laughs> yeah. He, like, runs into Untak's office slash studio and just barges in. There are a few other people there, and he's... They're like, who are you? He's like, oh... I'm Untak's boyfriend, and we're getting married. Should we get married this weekend? Mm-hmm. And Untak looks completely mortified, but also just kind of, like, thinks it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, how can he be mad at him? Yeah. He's so silly. <laughs> yeah, he's um, so cute. He takes Untak to lunch to meet Dokwa again, and he announces that they are getting married, so Untak won't go on blind dates anymore, and Dokwa is still confused as to who the fuck Untak is. Um, cause he doesn't remember his past, but then he remembers like, oh wait, you were the one whose letter we found. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And he's just like, am I the last to know things? What's happening? <laughs> yes. He's like, I'm missing something. What happened? Where have I been? <laughs> <laughs> and then I think um, he says, of course it's, 
uh, as a third generation tribal, I I have to go through a bout of amnesia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he said something like, I don't remember why he brings this up, but he's like, don't worry, because you're not my type. Oh, he tells that to Untuk. Yeah, because she said that um, she was supposed to go on a date with a tribal who was like... Uh. Uh, was it me? <laughs> yeah, but who was like super handsome, and he's like, I'm the only person that fits that description. So, <laughs> but you're not my type, so don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, he then has coffee with CEO Kim and tells him about Kim Shin getting married. He says he wants to get married and have lots of kids. There, and then there's a funny exchange where CEO Kim points out that Dokwa needs to have a partner to get married, and Dokwa says he has a lot of women. CEO Kim says that's the problem. <laughs> And then they talk about how CEO Kim is married and how Dokwa is still so immature. He only cares about himself and doesn't ask questions about other people's lives. When Dokwa says he'll try to start growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was so funny. When CEO Kim was like, that's the problem. In mm-hmm. marriage, you only need one. <laughs> one woman. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I also thought it was funny when Dokwa was like, are you going to get married? And he's like, I'm already married. <laughs> um, so, Untak drives Kimshin around, and she's not a great driver. Um, foreshadowing. They go wedding dress shopping, and I thought her dress was, like, kind of cool with, like, the... Mm-hmm. I don't know what you would call that. Like, not really a shawl overlay thing yeah. at the top. Um, and we get a, like, very romantic and sponsored scene where Untak goes and buys a watch to give Kimshin as a wedding present. <clears throat> but yeah, at the, uh, like, wedding dress boutique, they're like, wow, you look so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Everyone looks beautiful, and we're ready for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, back at work, Untak's writer says they got a love letter sent in from a listener. Untak starts to read it and realizes it's from Sunny, and she tells her staff to make sure they read it on air, and Untak runs out looking for Sunny. Uh, Kimshin and Reaper hear the letter on the radio, and everyone realizes Sunny kept her memory. Um, and Reaper's, like, heading out, like, <laughs> as soon as he hears it, he's like, I need to find her. Uh, Untak gets home to find that Sunny has sold the building, and she now has a new neighbor and landlord. She finds a letter in her mailbox from Sunny that is very short, but basically just tells Untak to be happy and take care of her stubborn brother. Um, Kim Shin shows up at Untak's place, and they talk about how Sunny remembered and took care of Untak all on her own. And Untak wonders why she's leaving, and Kim Shin says it's because she can't forgive Reaper, so she chose to punish him and not see him for the rest of this lifetime. And I'm just like, like, I know, we already talked about this, but I'm like, it's so sad, like, she seems sad too. Yeah. And I feel like he's already kind of been punished quite a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he essentially killed himself. And he's been a reaper for who knows how many years. Mm-hmm. And he was probably, like, in hell and purgatory or whatever mm-hmm. between then and starting this. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a it's lot. Very con- it's very confusing, and it's hard to, I guess, figure out, like, where people stand in terms of the things that they've done and when they did them mm-hmm. versus who they are now. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's very tricky. Yes. Um, we cut to Sunny, who is on the bridge from before. Uh, she has her bags packed and is counting the people before she goes, like she used to do in the shop. Mm-hmm. She reaches number 49, and then Reaper appears. And they have a very short and sad interaction. She tells him that they won't see each other again in this lifetime, and he nods in agreement. And she asks for one last hug, and then they cry in each other's arms. Mm-hmm. Reaper is very sad when he gets home. He just openly weeps, and Kimshin tries to comfort him by bringing him a fruit and veggie plate. And, like, the apples are, like, made into little rabbits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super cute. Um, Reaper cries about how Sunny left and tries to return her portrait to Kimshin. 
but Kimshin tells him to keep it since it was his from the beginning. Kimshin thanks Reaper for keeping the candles lit at the temple while he was gone, and the Reaper says he's trying to face his sins and atone for them. Kimshin says he wishes someone would say, that's enough, you've done enough. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like what we were saying, like... Yeah. He, yeah, he's he's been going through this for a long time, just mm-hmm. let the man live. <laughs> yeah, as much as a reaper can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Reaper meets with the woman Reaper, who is the court lady, while he was a king, and he tells her that people become Reapers when they take their own lives. They talk about how their punishment makes them long for life and a name, and he apologizes for using her to kill himself. Uh, He bows, asking for forgiveness, and he also encourages her to forgive herself and discover the desire for life so um, they can end their punishment. Like... I mean, I know we said, like, it's sad that Reaper and Sunny aren't together, but I guess it's good. Like, he's working on himself, he's mm-hmm. facing his demons, etc. Yeah. Um. So, back at home, Untak sets the table for her shitty aunt, and she talks shit to Untak about becoming a single mother, like Untak's mom, and Untak finally yells at her to move on since she's a ghost. Mm. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was a big shocker. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, her aunt still holds a grudge about the bank books and goes to hit Untuk, but then Untuk's weird ghost friend pops up and decides that Untuk's aunt will be the perfect partner to take to the afterlife, and she saves Untuk. And because like that was the running joke with that ghost, like I I need someone to go with me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yeah, she like takes one for the team and decides to go with <laughs> Untak's aunt. Um, Untak is sad that her ghost friend is leaving, and she tries to wish her aunt well that she's a true asshole to the very end. And is like, I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> um, Reaper, yeah, that woman sucked. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Untak call no Reaper calls Untak over to give her something, and at first Untak is worried it's a death card. But it's actually her wedding bouquet. What a sweet Reaper. Uh, Reaper asks if she's worried about death cards, but Untak says at this point she's more curious than afraid. She knows she's still technically a missing soul and has accepted that all humans will die, which is why life is so beautiful. And I'm like, mm. I, I guess. <laughs> hmm. mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess it's like if you believe in reincarnation, there's... Yeah, I mean, like, in, in fucking their world, mm-hmm. she's seen all this shit where, like, people are, like, coming back as goblins and reapers and, like, you got four lives and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, she's in the know. Yeah. I'm not in the know. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, when you're done, you're done, so. Uh... Yeah, that's that's all I know. Ugh. Yeah. Um, Untak and Kimshin get married alone in his little buckwheat garden. It's sweet and intimate. And back home, Reaper, Dokwa, and CEO Kim are there for the wedding party. Reaper and Kimshin use their powers, and CEO Kim and Dokwa are shocked. Kimshin and Untak hold each other as they fall asleep, and everyone is happy. Yay! So sweet. Later on, Untak has a great day at work, and she sees Reaper at a bus stop. She's, like, in her car, and she waves to him, Mm -hmm. and he waves back. Reaper and his Hubei are there with a stack of death cards for a bunch of kindergarten students who will be in a bus accident. The Reaper is sad, but after Untak drives away, his Hubei notes that the death cards are now blank, and it looks like the children won't be dying today after all. Hooray! Yay! The Hubei wonders what changed, and our Reaper realizes that it's because Untak will be making a sacrifice, something that God can't predict, so it won't be on a registry. Ugh. I know. Chills. Um, yeah. And then it gets worse because mm-hmm. Kimshin calls Untak while she's driving. Mm-hmm. And they're on the phone. And then she pulls out of an intersection and she sees an accident that's about to happen where this fucking giant truck is on the way to a bus of little kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing that can be done to stop it other than her getting in the way. Mm-hmm. So she starts to cry, and Kim Shin is, like, confused of what the fuck is happening. She's not really talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the accident happens. 
And then we hear her voiceover that explains how her perfect day led her to this moment. And the Reaper starts to cry as he watches from a rooftop and his Hubei hands him a death card with her name on it. Oh. No. <laughs> You're not accepting this as part of the story? No. no. And I don't think, I mean, call me an asshole. I don't think I could be the person to put myself between like a giant truck and a bus full of kids. <sighs> Yeah, that's a, a really noble thing to do. Uh-huh. That's wonderful. I personally do not think I could do that. Yeah. Again, I feel like it helps that Untak knows that she's probably going to be coming back for more lives and stuff. Yeah. But and she but knew, her life is so wonderful right now. Yeah. But she <laughs> After knew she like was the on 10 years of time. Shit. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. Like she could have had a little bit more. <laughs> Ugh. That's awful. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would have just, like, honked <laughs> over and over and over. Get out of the way! Aggressively honking to try to get them to look. Or, like... Or something, I don't know. Kimshin and be like, get here now! Stop this Yes. Bus. Yes, exactly. Because he's all fucking strong. Yeah. He can stop it. I don't know. I <sighs> Uh, I guess they just had to make it depressing as hell on the last episode. Yeah. I <sighs> guess. Um, so, Reaper escorts Untak to the tea room, and she asks him how many lives she's lived, and he tells her that this is her first life. Lucky her. So she's relieved to learn that she still has three more. And Kimshin comes in, he's, like, very distraught and confused, like, what the fuck just happened, like, mm-hmm. why, how, he starts to sob and ask her how she could do this to him, because, yeah, like, I mean, I don't know how long they've been married, but it's definitely not that long. Yeah. I was, it was unclear to me if it was, like, literally the next day, or if it was mm-hmm. just, like, a, a little bit of time had passed. Um. Anyway, yeah, he's like, how could you do this? And Untak reminds him that the living have to carry on and be strong. And I'm like, no, he's allowed to grieve for a bit. Like, mm-hmm. let the man cry. You just let yourself die. And you were, and like, also, the only one like, he ever loved. Yeah. Like, he's a goblin. He came back. But from what we see, it doesn't seem as though... He's living, like, a normal human life. Like, mm-hmm. he still doesn't age. Right. So he's still just, like, living for fucking ever. Yeah, I think that was the thing. Like, God was like, okay, your punishment is over. Like, you can go now. And Kim Shin was like, no, I want to stay. And God's mm-hmm. like, then you're on your fucking own. Like, <laughs> so Kim Shin just has to live with, like, his eternal life forever now. Because he made that mm-hmm. deal with God. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And he wanted to do that because he's like, well, I'm going to be with Untak. Mm-hmm. But she fucking went and got hit by a truck. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so shitty. Uh-huh. That was an unexpected twist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real sad. I didn't like that twist because it's too close to real life how shit just happens and you can't yeah and like car accidents Uh uh-huh fucking terrifying for sure um so kimshin continues to cry and untak promises she'll beg to be reborn quickly and she'll come find him so they can be together for a long time she asks reaper to look after kimshin while she's gone and he agrees she declines to drink the tea so she'll remember everyone and she leaves to the afterlife I feel like she left really quickly. Like, mm-hmm. she could have stayed there a little bit longer and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, held Kim Shin as he's crying. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Or been a ghost for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim Shin goes through a rough grieving process and Reaper narrates how it has a very long how it was a very long rainy season. Mm-hmm. And there's a cute scene of the godmother talking to Kimshin's soldier bestie's kid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then 30 years pass, and Kimshin walks the streets missing Untok, and Reaper receives his last death card. And it's Kim Sun, aka Sunny. What? Um, Reaper packs his things and says a sad farewell to the goblin, but he seems slightly numb to, to lose people at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunny goes to the tea room. Um, now an old woman, but transforms into her younger self when she enters. They should have just kept her old, honestly. Um, <laughs> Put her in the old Reaper... makeup like the fairy godmother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like confusing because she walks in and she's supposed to be old and I'm like, I, I think that's why they had the, like, elderly couple that were separated by the yeah. DMZ earlier. So they're like, yeah. this can happen. Just go with it. Yeah. It's just, like, at least they came in old. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in a flash, they were, like, young mm-hmm. as their old selves. But, like, it was just a little weird how she just, like, walked in, like, normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Reaper says they missed each other. And he puts the jade ring on her finger one last time. Mm-hmm. Um. He explains that this was her third lifetime, but he isn't sure what number he is on, so this could be the end for him. The Reaper tells Sunny that her brother came to say goodbye, and she waves to him. She apologizes for going first, but he wishes her well and to be happy. Sunny and Reaper leave the tea room holding hands as they make their way to the afterlife. Kimshin is now alone and sad in his garden. Like, literally alone. (laughs) Um... I was wondering, like, so did Sunny just, like, never get married or mm-hmm. have another love again? Seems like it. Which is totally fine. It would just be, like, really awkward if she, like, got married and <laughs> had another <laughs> it, it husband. Seems, it seems like she stayed single. Uh-huh. Which, in that case, like, you might as well have just dated the Reaper. Yeah. But then what happens if you loved him that much? I know. <laughs> Maybe it could be, like, a platonic relationship. Friendship. Yeah, they're just always together, and they hold hands. Yeah, like, it they would have been nice to see her They don't go out to third wedding. base. <laughs> they don't do the home run. They just, they're together uh-huh. with each other. I don't know. Companions. Yes. <sighs> uh... So, some time passes, and um, Kimshin meets a random nice guy, who ho- and Kimshin, like, hooks him up with a job that's CEO Kim, and basically, I guess, just showing us, like, uh, he's still looking out for people, and mm-hmm. there are still nice people in the world, etc. I want a goblin in my life. I know, me too. <laughs> he's gonna do nice things for me. And- <laughs> Hook you up with a good job and pay for your house and stuff. Mm. buy me a new car i don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um then he decides it's time to move again um on his way out he sees the reincarnation of sunny and reaper together again yay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we get a quick scene of their love story in this lifetime Mm, so basically like she's an actress and he's a detective and, like, wink, wink, his nickname in his division is, he's, like, the Grim Reaper of violent <laughs> crimes. Um, and they fall in love. It's real cute. And it's also basically the premise of Touch Your Heart. <laughs> Except in Touch Your Heart, uh, Lee Dong-wook is a lawyer, not mm. a detective. But Sunny is an actress in, mm-hmm. in both, yeah. It's so cute. And I'm like, I guess this is why they made Touch Your Heart, but I'm like, I want more of that. Like, <laughs> um, and he quit. So Kim Shin makes it back to Quebec. He goes to his hilltop and we see a figure behind him and it's Untak in a school uniform again. <laughs> I thought of you when I saw that. Okay, here we go again. And she says, found you. Uh, She calls out to him and asks if he knows who she is. He says, my one and only Goblin's Bride. She starts to tear up. He smiles. End of episode. Yeah. That's it? (laughs) That's all she wrote? Wow. So, okay. You got your hand on your chin. You're really thinking hard here. (laughs) 
why did she have to come back as a high school student? I guess that was the fastest she could find him. Um, yeah. But... So is he just going to so wait been- to, like, have sex with her again until she's of legal age? Or No. <laughs> it's, it's been 30 years, right? It was 30 years. But, like, I guess she wasn't reborn. Mm, well, it was 30 years since uh, when Reaper left. So then even more time had passed. Uh-huh. Since he... So we don't so know. So she was, like, she was, like, somewhere else in the afterlife between that time? Yeah, I guess she, like, spent some time. So I think the way... <laughs> I don't know. But I think the way, like, these afterlife systems work is, like, you're not in purgatory, but you have to, like, spend some time in some sort of afterlife before you're reborn mm-hmm. again. Um, if you get to be... Well, I guess everyone is reborn. It's just depending on how you were, right? Yeah. That determines. In a Mystic Pop-Up Bar, for truly terrible people, there is the hell of, like, ex- extinguishing your soul. Mm. So, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it seems like, so... Like, every person has sinned a little, I guess, so you have to, like, spend some time atoning for your, like, baby sins. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then you get to move on. So I guess that's what she was doing, but... Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. So, so yeah, that, that's what I was like, okay, so are we repeating the same process where... Well, now I'm just assuming she has parents, so... Mm-hmm. And it seems like... She knows everything because mm-hmm. she didn't drink the tea. Mm-hmm. She was just a little so baby kind of, with all these <laughs> memories in her head. It's yeah. It's just like she waited to find him or was looking for him this whole time. I don't know. That's yeah. where it gets tricky. It's confusing being a goblin's bride and mm-hmm. having four lives and. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in Hotel de Luna, they kind of made it a little bit more clear-cut. Like, this is everyone... Re- well, no, it wasn't that clear-cut, because we were like, is this the future? Because <laughs> everyone just <laughs> looks the same. <laughs> yes, everyone looks exactly the same. That's also why it's a little bit confusing here, because she was just born with the same fucking face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the beginning of the show, he's like, every once in a while, people are born with the same face. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so all of our main characters were like, that that certain exception. That percentage. <laughs> that one percent. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I guess the other thing that also, like, freaks me out and is confusing is, like, how did all of these people find each other again? Like, how did, and I guess that's just, like, quote-unquote fate. Mm-hmm. I I think we're thinking too much of it because it's a fucking K-drama and, like, it doesn't need to make sense. But I think think it's just hard for us to not try to, like, deeply think about what is happening and how does this work. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because, like, I feel like if you are setting up a universe, like, you need to make it clear-cut enough so that, like, these questions don't come up. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. either make it, like, very simple or, like, clearly explain the rules, yeah. which I kind of feel like she did, but, again, like, how hard of ha- how hard would it have been for, like, Untak to be a grown-ass woman <laughs> and just yeah. be, like... considering how much time has actually passed. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I know they just wanted that, like, like, oh, it's the kind of mirror scene of Wintok in a schoolgirl, like, outfit from the beginning, and... Mm-hmm. But they also went to that hill when she was an adult, when she mm-hmm. was looking, like, very cool in her turtlenecks and trench coat yeah. and stuff, so... When she had style. Yeah. Um. Mm. How'd you feel about the ending? <laughs> The ending with the two of them meeting again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was nice that they found each other again. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because her death was so fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I felt like that was kind of obvious that they would find each other mm-hmm. again after she died. After she was everything like, she- I promise yeah. I'll find you again. <laughs> um, I'm going to pester them until they let me mm-hmm. come back or whatever. Yeah. I also just feel like it's like, I don't know, if you're living a new life, should you, I guess it, that's why you drink the tea, so you can completely start over. Mm-hmm. And she chose to not. Yeah. And thinking too much about it. I'm I need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> my my head right now, I'm like that one meme of that blonde woman with like all the fucking <laughs> geometry and all the fucking things around her that she's trying to figure out, like fucking arrows pointing everywhere. That's me right now, trying to figure out this series and how it works. Yeah. For sure. It, it like on face value, yes, it's it's fun and mm-hmm. it, you're happy because our characters got to be together in the next life. Um, but another thing that I want to bring up is I feel concerned for Kim Shin. So this is Untak's second life. So they mm-hmm. get her second, third, and fourth life, assuming she repeats this process every time. Mm-hmm. But then what happens? He just has mm-hmm. to live forever again? Because God was like, I'm done with you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and so what I originally thought would happen is when he, like, got the sword taken out and he went to wherever he was going to be for a while, Mm -hmm. that it would be worked out to where, like, their love was so strong that, like, he would get to live out a normal life Uh with her. And so that didn't really happen because he never aged and he was still just, like, a goblin, not, Mm -hmm. like, a normal person. I don't know. So I guess he just continues to live forever mm-hmm. and ever till a meteor hits <laughs> Earth or something. Um, but I think, in my mind, had it been my story and Kim Shin and Reaper fell in love like I wanted, mm-hmm. then it would have had that ending. Mm-hmm. Where Reaper just takes Kim Shin with him to the afterlife? Um, no, where... Uh, oh, their love is strong enough? Yeah, their love is strong enough and the goblin is able to, like, live a normal life from his, like, 30s onward. Mm. And then the Reaper finishes up his thing and then he's just, like, able to live as a normal human. Mm-hmm. No longer as a Reaper. And they just live the rest of their lives as is and then they go. Yeah. Now. That would have been nice. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I said, we'll talk more about our full thoughts on this series mm-hmm. in our awards episode. So stay tuned for that. But do we have some fashion moments that we want to talk about? Um, I liked everything that Untak wore when she was an adult. Mm-hmm. All her long jackets, her, like, little boots. She was just styled so much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just, like, a sunny stan, so mm-hmm. she has really cool shoes. Uh, they're, like, orange, I think, with, like, a blue buckle or something like that. When mm-hmm. she sees Kimchin, and she, like, drops the tray. I just liked that whole outfit it looked really cool um and then her velvet pajamas i thought looked like really cozy (laughs) and nice (laughs) um but probably too hot to wear here yeah probably everything is too hot to wear here it's sad (laughs) yes um also love uh detective reaper's hair it's all, like, mm-hmm. pushed back, and he looks cool. I liked his detective personality. Mm-hmm. Very different from our Reaper, but did you notice that he drank his, like, coffee the same way? Where he didn't mm-hmm. hold the cup, he just, like, moved yes. his head down? I do that, too, sometimes at restaurants, and Andrew just stares at me. Because <laughs> I guess it looks weird that I don't touch the cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I do that, too. Alex does that when his hands get all messy. <laughs> She's, like, often when he eats. Uh-huh. 
Um, I feel like I was going to say something else and I forgot what. I feel like it was Reaper related. I don't remember. Never mind. Okay. Probably not important. <laughs> uh, and I love you. Do you have an I love you? Hmm. I'll say the proposal. Mm. The proposal was very sweet. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just said everything Sunny and Reaper related, I mean. <laughs> I love- Her note was also really sweet, the one for the radio station. Yes, because it was so heartfelt. And there's two reunions, like, before she passes on. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, so heartbreaking. And then he gets, like, they get to be with each other as they go to the afterlife. Mm-hmm. And Again, like, I loved seeing their reincarnated versions of themselves because their personalities were just really fun. Yeah. And we just got, like, a super quick, like, here's them. Here's how they met. <laughs> uh, and their little, little bracelets that, the couple's bracelets that she made for him. Oh, yeah. Were really uh-huh. cute. So I guess Reaper has gotten the same face three times now. Yeah. And Sunny has gotten her face two times now, and Untuk has gotten her same face two times now. How's that happen? When so when it happens just every so often. How's it gonna happen to you like so many times? And the same group of friends. Dokwa got his same face. And mm-hmm. Kim Shin's soldier bestie also got his same face. That's right. Uh maybe it's just like people in Kim Shin's orbit. So he can recognize them. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious, like, for TV reasons. Like, we want the same good-looking people mm-hmm. over and over again. But then don't say that, like, every once in a while you get the same face or whatever. Yeah, like, just say, like, sometimes you get the same face, sometimes you don't. Like, <laughs> don't make you it never know. seem it, like it's, an it's anomaly. It's a flip of a coin. Yeah. yeah it's a flip of a coin. <laughs> so strange. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy all of the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have favorites, but I'll wait for favorites until um, we do the thing. Her the awards. awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Well. Because we did all of our housekeeping. Yeah. Oh. Other drama corner. Um, again, loving Tale of the Nine Tailed. It's so good. But have you started watching Flower of Evil yet? Girl, me neither. <laughs> Shaking my head, no. I'm gonna start it today, probably. Assuming to I finish other work. Yeah. Yeah. Um so but yeah, we're gonna be on uh, the Play on K podcast talking about Flower of Evil. So exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that's coming out, so maybe it's already out. <laughs> uh, but So if it is, go check it out. If not, go check out their podcast anyway, and we'll be there sometime. Mm-hmm. Shortly. Yeah. I guess that's it. I feel bad. Like, well, I was just kind of in a hurry when I wrote this outline. Um, But... This episode is only like an hour long. <laughs> it's the finale. I felt like it was thorough, though, the outline. Because, like, the episode 15, it's just tying everything together. Mm-hmm. Like we said, you know, like, this is what happens. This is where so and so is, whatever. And in episode 16, a bit more happens. But it's. I mean, the only big thing that happens is her dying. Yeah, that's true. Like, 16, like. Sunny's gone. Mm hmm. It's just. And the things are simple. It's not like, so this person was this person. Like, yeah, the episodes yeah. at the beginning are so long because it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. So. And then you're just, like, getting getting to know all of the characters and getting introduced to different people and stuff. Mm-hmm. And at this point, that's not the case, especially since they're all being reborn with the same faces. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had gotten to see Dequa, like, grown up. Mm-hmm. With his many kids. Uh-huh. 
that he said he wanted. Yeah, because I, I, like, I think I just like the actor also. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, he, I feel like he was good in the show and, like... Yeah. And I also wanted more closure on the fairy godmother. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. all we really got was her just being like, be nice to your parents or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted her story. Yeah. Not her, like, kind of lecturing someone. <laughs> her running a fish cake stand. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I guess that's really all we have. Yeah. Stay tuned for ne- to next week. We do our awards. And um, I guess by now, in the future, we will have a poll up for which drama we should do next. So mm-hmm. please vote in that because it's very up in the air. So at the time of making this one, I haven't posted the poll yet. It's very up in the air in my mind. So <laughs> <laughs> um, vote, vote, vote. And we will talk to you guys next week. A goodbye. Goodbye. Bye bye. Anyang. <laughs> 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 <laughs>